I would like to welcome everybody back to the Chilling with Dylan podcast. Today's guest is a former challenge champion, the first UK challenge champion. It is Rogan O'Connor. Um, this was an amazing interview. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Um, there is a Bearwear collection, which is Rogan's clothing line collection um, for Pride Month, LGBTQI+. For the month of June, I'll put all the links down below. Please go support. Um, and all of Rogan's social medias will be down below as well. My social media is on Twitter and Instagram at the Dylan Deckard. And as you guys know, I recently made a TikTok and my at is Dylan.Deckard. Um, I also want to shout out some things in the challenge community, if you will. Um, I was on uh, the Most Likely Two podcast with Paige. We talked about everything, the challenge 38. Go listen to that. Go tell us what your thoughts are and tell us how awesome Emmy is and how we love that Laurel's back and all that stuff. Um, she also just had a great interview with Melinda from the Real World Austin, who was a finalist on the Challenge All-Stars 2. It's, I think, the only interview Melinda has done this season. So go support that. And then I also want to throw out a shout out to a podcast that supports me. That's the Challenge Unbothered. They had Brad on a week or two ago. I meant to put this on the John Brand episode. But we're going to just put it on the Rogan episode. So go support um, most likely to and go support Unbothered because they're huge supporters of me and they're just good people. Appreciate it. And I also made a podcast Instagram. It is at Chillin' with Dylan Pod. That will be in the episode description below. Please follow. It's brand new. I don't think I have like any followers yet. So please follow. That's all I got. Enjoy the interview. Chillin' with Dylan, chillin' with Dylan Good vibes and such an incredible feeling The podcast that you need and want Interviews with reality TV stars uh, So entertaining, now you don't wanna miss me Real as it gets, never know what to expect uh, Got a rep jersey, I thought I told ya Yes indeed, every week got a brand new poster While I'm, ayy, chillin' with Dylan, chillin' with Dylan Ayy, chillin' with Dylan, chillin' with Dylan Let's go! Um, I would like to welcome everybody back to the Chillin' with Dylan podcast. Today's guest is big time. He's the first challenge champion from the UK. We last saw him on Total Madness. It is Rogan O'Connor. Rogan, how are you doing today? Thank you for being here. What an intro. I love that. I want, I want someone to say that every time I walk into a room. Love but, it. Yeah, I'm- <laughs> um, so I want to start with... Um, Obviously, 2020 was a rough year with COVID, and you're in England, which a lot of the listeners on this podcast are uh, US-based. Yeah, yeah. I want to just ask you, how is 2020? How are you guys doing now? I saw you just got a puppy, one of the cutest puppies you guys will ever see. I'll put the uh, Instagram in the description below. Just talk about how life is going for you these past two years of craziness in this world. Um, do you know what? Like, <laughs> I, w- I wish... Um... I could say, like, oh, it's been awful. It hasn't. I am um, the first lockdown just before England lockdown for COVID. Obviously, it was horrible what happened and stuff. I went to Morocco. Uh, I moved into a villa with some friends and just kind of waited for things to blow over. And then the second time uh, we went into lockdown in England, I went to Dubai and I met the love of my life. So I really can't complain and like try and pretend I'm miserable about things. Obviously, COVID was horrible and it was it was not a good situation for anyone, anyone at all. And it was a really horrible thing to happen to the world and especially people that were really affected by it. But um, uh, I can't I can't say I was drastically, to be honest with you. It sounds awfully selfish, but um, 
but yeah, I, I, um, I haven't stopped living. I'll be honest. So if you were going to recommend a vacation, would you recommend Morocco or Dubai? Uh, I have to go with Dubai because of, uh, obviously meeting Casey, my girlfriend. Okay. And, uh, but apart from that, no, Morocco is more real. Dubai is very like artificial. I don't think I'll ever go back to Dubai. I've done it now. I actually went just for a couple of weeks. I thought like England's going to be in lockdown for a couple of weeks. I'll go. Uh, I literally stayed for the entirety of lockdown for four months. So I, I'm kind of over Dubai. Um, I would say Thailand or the US. I freaking love the US, man. You should come. Uh, I, no, I, I, literally, I, I literally have been so many times and I just want to go back all the time. But obviously I'm not doing so much challenge stuff anymore. But, um, you know, if I ever am again, touch wood, I will be. I'll be, I'll be straight back over there and living the life, man. Like I love LA and Vegas and, ah, oh, God, yeah. What's, what's your favorite city in the United States? My favorite city? Yeah, New York. Have you been in New York? I have been to New York, but I went. I went at Christmas time, and okay. it was it was so busy um, that I just couldn't move. Like we wanted to go like bar hopping and and walk. We couldn't even walk down the street. It was so busy, but it was beautiful at the same time. So beautiful. I did love New York, um, but yeah, LA man, LA, LA. just parties uh -huh. and just the the surreal things like just just chilling with P Diddy randomly at a party just. And okay. being like, what that turned into Joss and just being like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> uh, it was just, it was just so. So we went to the Playboy Mansion. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I can't, I can't. Would you, move, would you ever move to LA? Would that ever be in your, in your? Yeah, thing? that was the plan at one point. Like, it's I, I've it was it was all a bit crazy because obviously me and Joss were were over in LA. We're both doing the challenge and whatever else. Um, and we were over in LA all the time and we got this gig with Chippendales in Vegas and, and me and Josh were like, right, we're moving to LA. This is, this is the dream. And then um, obviously I won the challenge and then um, I kind of just thought, right, I'll be sensible. If I live in LA, I'm going to blow all this money in Vegas. And so I came home, came back to Stratford-upon-Avon, which is where Shakespeare's from. For anyone that doesn't know, it's a beautiful town in Stratford, in, uh, in England. Um, and I, and I, I was smart, and I've invested my money in my business and my and, and a house. I bought a house, and, and I ended up obviously falling in love and getting a dog and stuff. So I'm kind of like it's it's gone from one extreme where I was going to keep being a playboy in LA, and then it's gone from one extreme to the other. And now I'm just like a settled down old man, but <laughs> any other way. How was your experience with Chippendales? Because I know Vinny from Jersey Shore did that. You and Joss did that. How was your experience doing that yeah. show? We took over from Vinny. Um, and yeah, it, it was it was wicked. It was really really good. Um, we we did like a, a couple of weeks, and then we got offered to extend, uh, but then kind of COVID happened. So yeah, COVID happened, and then we just uh, haven't really heard from them since. Obviously, the kind of hype around Jogan and the challenges kind of died down a little bit. Joss lives in like Dubai. I don't see him as much. So um, so yeah, we we were we were actually got offered a contract to live out there for like four months, live in the Bellagio. And we were going to be doing Chippendales every night, <laughs> which would have been a wild, very different to the life I'm living now with my little puppy. But yeah. Um, yeah, Vegas was wild, man. Like really like almost too wild. I feel like I'd probably be dead by now if I, if I still lived there. <laughs> so so you, good. Said, you said you're living your, your life with the love of your life, your dog. I want to have a question because I just had two German Shepherd puppies last year. How, oh, is, how is the potty training going? Is there shit in your house? Is there piss all over the place? How uh, is that I, process? I wish, no, like he's so, 
he's such a good boy. He's okay. such a good. I take credit for it, but it's Casey. It's my it's my wonderful girlfriend. She runs a tight ship. Me and yeah. the dog. Are so uh, yeah, no, he's 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 literally outside weeing as we speak. Um, he's learned so fast. But yeah, I wish I could take credit, but no, it's it's Casey, man. She's uh she's got all kinds of tips and tricks, mm-hmm. keeps us in line. <laughs> Love that. Women women run the house. That's how it works. I've made happy wife, happy life, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so I want to get into one of your businesses, Bearware. Um, yeah. I actually own some of Bearware and I'll put the link down in the uh, episode description below. If you could just Love talk it. about where that came from, has fashion and clothes always been a passion of yours and just the thought process behind that whole company, basically. Um, so originally, bear with, like my nick, my name's obviously Rogan or Rogi, um, <clears throat> as as my mum and my nan always called me. And then I was Rogi Bear growing up, and um, I actually used to get called Bear um, all the time. Like all my friends just called me Bear. And then I went on a show called X on the Beach, and then there was this guy there called Stephen Bear. And so when I turned up, they were like, right, I know this is your second season and people used to call you Bear, but there's actually a guy called Bear now. So we're going to just stick with Rogan. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And then I met him and I was like, this, yeah, this guy's a fucking weird bear. So uh, so I, it was just kind of a, my nickname's always been Bear. And then, so it just felt right when doing the clothing range. It was actually, I started out off with Joss um, and it was his idea. He said, bear wear. And it was just, it just instant stuck. So great idea from him. And then he's gone down like the, I dress for comfort. I'm wearing this um, really cool gay pride t-shirt that we're about to drop, by the way. I know this is audio. So um, for guys, if you want to check it out, click the link, yeah. whatever. But, uh, it's gay pride in UK next month. So uh, we're bringing out this gay pride hoodie and it's, I think it's pretty awesome. Anyway, got a hoodie and t-shirt by the way. And then, um, so yeah, Josh went down the fashion, uh, kind of thing um and he's got label his company uh which is doing really well and that, that's awesome and then i yeah i'm kind of comfort and like lounge wear and big comfy track suits and yeah. you know like that so um yeah that's where bearware came from and it's, it's touch wood it's still going strong and we're bringing out new stuff all the time and then, yeah I, I love it mm-hmm. and i actually so i have listeners sending questions and okay. I said at the end of the episode one of the yeah. questions is about bearware so we're i want to get we're going to get back to it to it as okay. well um so i want to talk about a little bit about the challenge um so your first season of the challenge was the first season they brought people from the uk it was you yeah. M- melissa kaylee i think was there joss kyle i think were the five that's that's correct that's the five the five of us yeah the five originals i want to ask what did you know about the challenge before going into the challenge like did, i don't know if it aired in the uk like what was your concept of the show before you went on the show Dylan, can I be honest with you? Uh-huh. I had heard of the fucking challenge before in my life. My agent must have rung me 10 times and I was like, never heard of it. I'm not doing it. Uh-huh. And then, thank God, I, thank God I eventually took this call. Mm-hmm. Um, leader, I think it was, uh, one of the um, producers from the challenge. And she was like, have you never heard of it? Honestly, I was like, no, I, I YouTubed it. And I was like, shit, that looks crazy. Um, but at the time, I was so big. I was like bodybuilding at the time. And I was like, so I turned up to this, to the challenge, just thinking, oh, I'll just beat everyone up and it'll be sweet. And then, um, yeah, obviously the first day was running up a mountain and I hadn't run since I was about 12 years old. So I was like, well, this is going to be interesting. Obviously, Joss runs backwards up it like <laughs> this. And so uh, so I tried my best, but yeah, man, my back flew out and I was it's, I was an embarrassment. Even <laughs> Kyle like, wiped the floor with me. I was like, what is going on? 
So, uh, yeah, that was embarrassing, man. But that led for me to train my absolute ass off for the next one. And then, mm-hmm. um, yeah, a lot of people will say that I got lucky in, in the next one. Obviously, I was in, in a good alliance and, and whatever else. And I didn't even go into elimination. But uh, I was ready to go into elimination. I was ready to go and do anything. And then when it comes to the final, obviously, hopefully, I proved my worth. And, you mm-hmm. know, down and become the first ever British champ. So it's something I'm very proud of. And I don't, I think if I hadn't, failed so hard on the first one I wouldn't have won the second one because it was that it was like you know like, like you have to go to the to your lowest to get to your yeah. highest kind of, so that that fallback was so embarrassing for me I literally I told my friends I told my family uh, that I was going away for 10 weeks I was like I'm going away to film the show for 10 weeks two days later I have to call them up and be like um so I'm kind of out I got eliminated on the first day so that was yeah so after that I was like right next time I'm winning it and uh yeah, sorry, I've got to let my puppy in. No, you're good, you're good. Oh. Here he is. Say hello. Gosh, adorable. Adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, um, that was that. was that. Yeah. Did you have back issues, like a back issue before going on the challenge, or did it just happen when you were running up the mountain? No, so I, I had two slip discs in the bottom of my spine, uh, hence why I didn't run <laughs> yeah. for a long time. I did it playing rugby. I played rugby my whole life. So when I was about 22, I tackled someone and decided to pick them up. And it was someone that I should never have even considered picking up because he was like, uh, what had you, you guys working pounds? So say I'm 200 pounds. He's probably about 400 pounds mm-hmm. running at me full power. And I thought, yeah, I could pick this guy up. Uh, so I did that. And then my back went. And um, so I always really struggled with back problems. And then I just never really did anything about it apart from I just thought I'll make my body so big and muscly yeah. around it'll protect it. And then I did that. And then but when it came to running, I was always aesthetically looking, but never athletically able, um, which is which has changed a lot ever since uh, ever since that mountain man. No yeah. idea how much uh, getting eliminated first will do to you, like uh-huh. determination, everything else. So it's it's really one of the best things that ever happened was uh, vendettas. Mm-hmm. As surprising as that may seem. <laughs> so I actually have a question, and this wasn't aired, but there's some rumors going around the internet, and I want to just see, confirm or deny, that you and Nicole Ramos from Vendettas hooked up <laughs> after you both were out on Vendettas. Is there any truth to this? Do you want to talk about this? Anything? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, we, we definitely hooked up, like, straight away. Yeah, so they put me into the... Um, what do you call the alternate hotel? Uh-huh. So I got eliminated. Oh no, well, Nicole actually got eliminated as well, didn't she? Yeah. Um, yeah. We met the alternate. So I walked into this hotel and this guy walks past me. Um, and of course I've never seen the challenge before. So this guy's looking at me, I'm looking at him. We're kind of staring at each other up and down. And he goes, you do the challenge? And I was like, yeah, you do the challenge? And he was like, yeah, and it was Derek. Okay. Derek was an alternate and he was waiting in this hotel. And then me and Derek just got absolutely wasted for like three days. And he was supposed to be about to go in. And he actually ended up going in and taking out Joss, which yeah. is the crazy behind it. Just before he went in, by the way, just before I went home, um, I'll get back to Nicole, don't worry. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but just before he went in, I went, by the way, there's a guy in there. If you do go in, there's a guy called Joss, he's my best friend. You go in and you protect him, yeah? And he was like, of course I will, brother. Fucking couple weeks later, I get a phone call from Joss. Like, yes, yeah, so this guy called Derek came and eliminated me. I was like, fuck! <laughs> So, um, so that was it. I actually got really close with Derek, but um, but yeah, Nicole. Uh, after a couple of spritzes, she was horny as a motherfucker, 
and um, she kind of, yeah. And then, you know, as was I, and then, yeah. <laughs> so, so the rumors on the internet are true. Was there any awkwardness or tension or anything with Nani, who's her cousin, when you played with Nani on War of the Worlds 2? Was there anything talking about that <laughs> situation? No, nah, because um, I don't think Nani knew. Because as soon as I got on War of the Worlds 2, uh -huh. Nani said to all the girls, he's mine, like, uh -huh. like, acting me. And I was like, and then everyone came up to me and was like, by the way, Nani really likes you. And I was like, I like her too. And then, and then, so I thought, and then I didn't know about the Nicole thing. She didn't know, like, that Nicole was her cousin. She didn't know that I was with Nicole. So I, I, I don't know if that would have changed things. Uh -huh. uh, obviously, what happened happened with D on the first night anyway, and then all hell broke loose. And then D was started threatening people if they looked at me. So, so yeah, the nanny thing never, never happened. Um, you know, with, with, but what could have been, you know? It, it, yeah. yeah. So yeah, no awkwardness at all, quite the opposite. Mm -hmm. So I have a game that I play with every guest I've ever had. Okay, and it's, I like basically, it. it's basically just first impressions because I'm interested in what your first thoughts on these people were. So I have a list of like seven people and I want to just know what your first impression of them were. Okay. So the, the first one, I mean, some say he's the face of the show is Johnny Bananas. What was your first impression meeting Bananas? Um, so when did I meet Bananas? Oh yeah. So obviously I hadn't seen the show before. So his like reputation didn't precede him or anything like that. So I'll be honest with you, I didn't even notice him. Uh -huh. uh, I did Vendettas. I think if I hadn't, my back hadn't blown out, I like woulda, shoulda, coulda, but he would have been eliminated. He was, he wow. was coming last. And he likes to pretend that he told everyone that there was, that he tricked me into me stopping. And I was like, dude, there was an ambulance there. I was stopped regardless. But he makes up his little story. And of course that gets airtime because it's Johnny Bananas that he had tricked me into stopping and he survived. And it was all because he's oh. the mastermind of the show, whatever. But um, that's just because he's the, the show's favorite. And rightly so, like he is, a hell of an entertainer and like as I got to know him I think yeah he, he rightly is the face of the show he's fucking hilarious and um an amazing competitor but in first impressions I just just, just ran past this old dude but then obviously my back blew out and he ran past me so um the next one I we have we just talked about her what was your first impression of Nani horny okay. just, the way she was staring at me like I was a piece of meat and I was like I was ready to be that piece of meat, you know, but um, yeah, things changed. I became someone else's piece of meat. But uh, but yeah, no, she was just yeah, she was just on me from the from the word go, and then uh, yeah, it was yeah, I fancied her for sure. That was um, yeah, that was uh, what could have been for sure. Uh -huh. Not now, obviously. God, I'm talking about girls like I, I haven't got I'm not the house with the love of my life. Well, she's not she's not in right now, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, the next one was a rookie on Vendettas 2 when she was in your alliance on War of the Worlds 2. Um, your first impression of Cam. Oh, killer Cam. Scary, yeah. man. Scary. <laughs> just intimidating. She's just fierce, isn't she? Uh -huh. she's, just, uh, she's just got a lot going for her, a lot going and a lot of like, uh, like a presence, you know? Yeah. I feel like someone special is in the room. Like, mm -hmm. I would have thought, not like fuck bananas. I would have thought that Cam was the face of the challenge when I met her. It's just like everyone vibes off, everyone loves her, but also you don't want to piss her off. So yeah, yeah, she's she's <laughs> she's mean, but it's it's. I was in alliance with her, and yeah, thankfully I was on the on the right side of her. Um, the next one you actually won the show with him, uh, Jordan Wisely. First impression of Jordan. Um. So the first the first time I spoke to Jordan was um. 
<laughs> I can't remember if it showed this or not, but like, um, so uh, obviously I just didn't really, like I said, not seen the show before, heard that Jordan was deciding, because obviously Jordan was captain, Jordan was deciding who was going into the first elimination. Mm-hmm. And I had been eliminated first last time. And so I thought like, I fancy myself against most people, but in elimination, but I'm not going to take that risk. So it, I don't know if it showed, but I went up to Jordan and cut a deal with him straight away so uh and he he decided to not put me into elimination ended up being idris versus um sean so it, it could have well been me going into that elimination first of all um and it was a pole wrestle i think i would have done okay yeah. but uh thankfully i didn't have to so that was another another time where i begged to stay out of elimination and then it worked but yeah that was but yeah jordan he gets uh he gets i was gonna say he gets a bad rep but now he can be a dick <laughs> so you know I do right. think I do think you would have won the pole wrestle elimination anyway. Never know though. Never know. I was not taking that risk, man. Imagine <laughs> me going out again. Mom, it's me again. <laughs> <laughs> no, not this um, time. The next one I have is she was the female face. She is the female face of the show. Uh, we haven't seen her in a couple of years. Car Maria. First impression of Car Maria. Uh, oh God, this is so bad. I shouldn't really say this. Uh, it, on vendettas like so uh-huh. so before i got eliminated there was a few hours and i i, I quite thought she was very attractive and uh so i was kind of like running up the the mountain like talking to her and we were we had organized like we were going to work out together the next day and stuff obviously i didn't make it to the next day but um again yeah no i fancied her mm-hmm. sorry paulie whoopsie <laughs> but yeah no, no yeah she was very very pretty girl and then yeah you know uh-huh. that's the and- first impression the last one I have was another fellow winner with you, Dad Bod CT. First impression meeting CT. So um, obviously I didn't meet him in Vendettas. He didn't do Vendettas, right? So first time I met him. So I had been, even though I'd got eliminated first in uh in Vendettas, all I kept getting on on Twitter, and people would be like, "Oh, he's trying to compare himself to the greatest ever, whatever." I'm not, but all I got on Twitter was he's the new CT. Look, he looks like CT. He he like his body's like CT, like blah blah blah. Obviously, like crime CT or CT now actually. Um, but yeah, all I was getting was people comparing me to CT. So I, he was the only person I really knew loads about. And then obviously I I YouTubed him and stuff and seen him beating the shit out of everyone, like punching people in the face and stuff. And I was like, this guy is awesome. So I was buzzing that people were calling me CT or the new CT or whatever, even though I'd been eliminated first. So I don't know where they got that from. But so when I first met him, I like basically said, listen, apparently I'm the new you. So let's be friends. And then it went from there and we, we grew and then grew and grew and I ended up calling him Pops and um, again, a lot of stuff wasn't shown, but me and him had a, like a, a, not a secret alliance, but me and him had an alliance, which uh, I had to fight hard for and promised I'd go into elimination before him at any point. And yeah, a lot of stuff wasn't shown, but me and CT got really, really close. And then after we won, we, uh, hell broke loose. Me and him, um, just had the best time ever in Thailand for like, I think we were supposed to go home after a few days and then CT ended up going home after a couple of weeks and I ended up staying for months, but yeah, that was a hell of a party. And yeah, CT can, as well as he can compete, he can party. So CT is the man. I wish they would have shown you guys partying in Thailand after you won. I wish they would have had an episode <laughs> I, for that. I could be in jail, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> best we, uh, we don't do that. But yeah, that, that would have been a hell of a reality show. Jesus Christ. I, I'd never even dreamt of having money like that. And uh, yeah, to, to 
they know it was real, really happening. And but also, CT would wake me up every morning at like seven a.m. with a with a vodka and orange, with about ninety-nine percent vodka with a splash of orange. You'd be like, "Here you go, it's time to party." And then, yeah, that like for a long time. So yeah, that would have been a good good show. Yeah, I want to talk about War of the Worlds too. Um, mm-hmm. So this was a really chaotic season. Um, mm-hmm. And it was your alliance with Kara and Polly and Joss and Cam and Leroy and that those people versus Tori, Jordan, Bananas, Nani, Zach, and that, that group of people. So I want to ask you, when did those lines get drawn in the sand? Was it when Laurel and Bananas threw Ninja in? Was that something you guys thought was going to happen before the show even started? Like, when did those lines get drawn where you were like, this is who I'm writing with and I don't like this people? It, it was drawn. Uh, it was drawn before we before we even got off the plane. Mm-hmm. Um, Joss had obviously become friends with Paulie in the season before. Um, Paulie had organised his his crew when I first got there. A lot of um, a lot of things again wasn't weren't shown because I think they wanted to play on the narrative that I was this dumb dumb UK guy that was just following Cara's orders or whatever. But that wasn't the case. I set an alliance. From the UK side, Paulie set an alliance from the US side, and we put them together, and there was no defeat in us. And then we had to had to pull CT back into the alliance a few times, where he was tinkering on going with Theo and Bear and Georgia, etc. Um, and uh, Paulie had to do the same with uh, with Leroy when uh, Johnny got. So we had to pull people in, but we just grew stronger and stronger. And there was a, a, at one point there was just no defeat in us, and we were just outright telling people like, "You can't outvote us." And uh, it, it may have been a bit boring if it was shown that way, but me and Paulie had had a connection and had a bond and just fucking said, right, I'll see you in the final and then we'll go head to head and we'll see what happens. And then I think he felt very confident um, taking like, for example, uh, D and whoever else on our team to go against. So as long as they weren't eliminated, he was happy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I was just like, right, just get me to a final and I'll, just, I'll show you what I got because I had a lot to prove from a previous from the previous series obviously so yeah no they, they were drawn in the in the sand a long long time before the show even started and uh, it was executed perfectly it was it was genius i think and um it may have shown me looking like a little bitch begging to not go into elimination but i don't care because i got a big old house <laughs> <laughs> was there ever talks about doing just the uk strong versus america like working with theo and georgia and them and trying no. to get Okay, just curious if that was ever a conversation. Only, only because um, that I was all for that, and Joss was all for that because Joss was very like Team UK, and and we all kind of were, but we knew it wouldn't work because we knew the Americans were too. So we were a team that could have easily been a good team, but the Americans were so individual, and you could see them breaking and doing all this stuff. And I saw Bananas took Theo and Bear to one side on the first night. Mm-hmm. And then that was when it was just like, right, we're going to stick with Paulie and, and that then because they're going to try and do the same thing. And it just so happened that it was the fine margins where Ninja beat Laurel and, like you said, little things like that happened where our alliance just grew stronger and stronger. Um, and then putting the, the, the backstab on Johnny when, when uh, Paulie did that again, all part of our plan. Uh, and Theo and Johnny working together had to go head to head. So yeah, we just yeah we just nailed it from the get go, man. It was, mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy to say now, but it was never really in doubt. We just yeah we we just steamrolled them. So you mentioned the ninja and Laurel elimination. 
how do you think, hypothetically speaking, the game would have changed if Laurel beats Ninja and Ninja goes home that early? That, that was the real tipping point because um, just because of the numbers game and also how clever and vindictive Laurel is. She's like another, um, like Wes or Paulie or whatever. She's just so smart about the game. But she had a notepad, which she left out, which had, all, which had the lines drawn with like, Shit. She just had a fucking notepad and she would just go around. She was scary as fuck too. And uh, she would just be like sat on the end of the bed, just like making notes when you, when she's talking to you and just like, she's like, what side are you on? And it's just like, whoa. So she was fucking nuts. Ooh. But like having her on the opposite team would have been a big thing. But also, yeah, just numbers. Uh, being on our side and Laurel uh, going home just meant the numbers were then too much for them to catch up, you know? Mm -hmm. I want to talk about a, a complete mess and just your take on it, which was the Jordan versus Turbo fight, drama, argument. I just want to know like your opinion on that whole situation with them fighting and the Turbo eventually getting kicked off the show. What was your take on that as a bystander watching it? Uh, firstly, Turbo's just like, just a fucking geezer, just a hardcore Turkish, like no, no holds barred. I will fight you like that. He's very, he's a very proud man. And obviously I think with his, where he's from, his religion and stuff, like he will never back down to anyone. So that was, so Jordan thinking he can slag off Turbo and saying he's not as good as he thinks he is. One, not the smartest thing on Jordan's behalf, but also to say that to people that are going to then whisper that in Turbo's ear, i.e. Paulie and the rest of the Alliance, but it's never going to end well. So for us, it was perfect. Like for my Alliance, because we, we wanted Turbo on our alliance, but Turbo's like, Turbo, no alliance. Turbo, Turbo alliance. Turbo kill everyone. So we were like, okay, well, that's not going to help. But then, so for them to, for them to, to go at it, and we just thought, like, they were going to go at it in an elimination. We never thought, I, I don't want to say we got lucky by Turbo going home because I, I love the guy, and like, but just to lose another person that wasn't on our alliance that could have easily gone on to their alliance, if that makes sense. Yeah. And also... American team being such a strong competitor being on the opposite team um, and I don't think he would have changed teams so for, for us for him to go home was just another, yeah and it was it was just so wound up by by Paulie and uh, by myself and by Cam etc just by going Turbo you heard what Jordan said about you and then that's all it took and then that was just boom fireworks and Jordan again is um like you know got such an ego about him that he's not going to back down so we knew it was gonna we knew it was gonna happen it was just a matter of time it was just a matter of adding fuel to the fire and stirring the pot and just being being naughty bastards like we were um so there's a i feel like there's a bunch of situations where something could have changed and the whole outlook of the season could have been different there was one part where there was like you guys were going to think about throwing d into an elimination <laughs> How, how close were you guys to throwing D in? And how do you think that would have changed everything? Because D ended up winning the season with you guys. You know what? Like, this is, this is, this is a confession that, um, that uh, is bad, right? So I never doubted D's abilities. I just wanted to hook up with Nani so much that I knew, I, honestly, I was just didn't care at that point. I was like, I've got pretty far. I'm pretty confident in my skills. And then um, with Joss and that was like, D's crap. Like, D's not going to win us the final. So I was kind of just like going along that line. Like, yeah, sure. When really all I was thinking was, if D goes, then I can move on. Um, which, is the, which is just not 
what I should be saying, but it's, it's just, it's the truth. So that's what I was thinking. And uh, it nearly worked. It nearly worked. Um, Paulie had agreed to it and stuff. And then, but then I think secretly Paulie didn't want to get rid of Dee because he thought that she was going to be a weak link in the final with all the swimming, etc. So, but then Dee just proved everyone wrong with that swim off. Uh-huh. And uh, sending Joss and Kaylee home, but we thought he was going to send Leroy and Cam home because um, they weren't confident about their swimming. And then it was a big shock when obviously Joss and uh, lost, but um, but yeah, I think D proved everyone wrong, bless her. Um, but yeah, that was I didn't care about her strengths in the final, I cared about you know getting my bum in the air. <laughs> was there any hookups with Nani, or did you try to hook up with Nani on Total Madness the next season? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, I tried, um, but D was just like threatening people, man. Like, remember the, the Jen, the um, greetings, humans. Yeah. Um, she was hot, and then so me and Jen were like talking, and then D was like kicking, like threatening her, and I was like, D, like we're not, we hadn't spoken since War of the Worlds. It'd been a long time, you know, and it, it that was ship had sailed, in, in well, I thought it had anyway, but then so D just stopped all my fun, man, in Total Madness, and Total Madness wasn't fun anyway because we were living in an underground bunker yeah. with like no hot water and no <laughs> toilets, and there was so much misery down there anyway i just wanted a little bit of tail and so yeah firstly jen and then obviously she got eliminated because she was the worst competitor to ever compete in the challenge and then uh and then nani was just not having any of it either and then i was just like shit man uh-huh. so uh yeah i kind of kind of was stuck on that and that was that was upsetting it would have been fun to um have a bit but obviously not now like i I'm, I'm moved on from that that was single rogan he's a very different person i'm all loved up and shit now but uh-huh. uh but yeah, I, I want to ask you about your win, War of the Worlds 2, the final. Um, I think huh? it was like 16 miles. You guys had to carry a bunch of weight, do a bunch of challenges, sleep with snakes, swim, puzzles, all this stuff. It was your first final because um, yeah. you went on Total Madness and made the final for that one too. How was the War of the Worlds 2 final compared to what you've been told? How hard was it? Um, how was eating that, uh, the bug thing, the snakes? How was all of that experience for you as a final? Um, honestly, uh, one of the hardest things ever, my dog's going crazy, one of the hardest things ever, but I wouldn't have had it any way so enjoyable at the same time. Um, obviously like in retrospect, one, maybe if I hadn't won, I wouldn't think back to it with such fond memories, but first of all, I pride myself, a lot of people won't know this because it doesn't fit the narrative, but I pride myself in my maths or my math as Americans say. So I think I'm really smart and I, well, I I, I thought I was, and then the math challenge, I like let got us, I like messed it up at the start. So I was so upset about that. I couldn't stop thinking about it. So it kind of took my mind off the fact that I was running 16 miles this thing. I was just thinking, God damn math challenge. So it just kind of spurred me on. And then when it comes to the eating, you know, you had to get the basketball. And if you missed the basketball, you had to eat, right? I missed on purpose. I didn't even look because I wanted to eat just to prove that I was good at something. I thought, right, I could do math and I could eat scorpions that's fine uh-huh. so i met math so I, I just chucked the basketballs on the floor and just ate the scorpions and it was i enjoyed it it was it was salty it was like a dorito i don't know if you got yeah you guys have doritos right yeah yeah it was we, delicious i, I loved it i i never thought i would hear somebody compare a scorpion to a dorito it was mind. like i cooked it and salted it um but there's one thing oh my god so i just tell you about the last bit of the final right so we do the puzzle uh-huh. and we we got it nailed in and um but there was a tiny bit like sticking over the edge and the judges were like nope 
we were like, that's as good as it's going to get. And I think we found out afterwards that they were like, yeah, you did actually have it. We just hadn't sawn it properly. Oh. So, so we were like, fuck. But anyway, we'd won, so we didn't care. I was already drunk by this time. But when um, <laughs> we ran to get into the kayaks, I'd never kayaked before. So I was like, how hard could it be? First of all, you have to push it into the water and then, and then you kayak off. Mm-hmm. So um, Dee, bless her, she got into the kayak while it was still on the sand and just sat there. We were like, what the fuck? So then we pushed her in and she went yeah. off. Then CT's gone off. Jordan's gone flying off like some sort of fucking torpedo. And I'm, I'm left and I'm like, right, can't be that hard. I missed the kayak like three times trying to jump in, right? And then the Americans are getting into the water beside me. And I'm like, I'm like, this is bad. I'm like, I have just lost the final. I've just lost a million dollars because I can't get in this stupid little boat. And uh, I was underwater just looking up at the Americans running towards me, just thinking, oh, God, here we go again. Um, then thankfully I managed to just like, I just jumped on top of it and just started. And then eventually I got into it and ended up whizzing past everyone and getting to the yacht like miles before anyone else. Yeah. Uh, just once I was in, I was, ah! yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I nearly lost the whole final there and then that would have been bad. That's <laughs> impressive. Cause you were the first one to the yacht. Yeah. Yeah. By a mile. Once yeah. I got it, once I got in it, I was like flying, uh-huh. but uh, getting into it was tough, man. <laughs> I didn't know how. Um, so I have a question. How you guys got to the snake pit, like you were destroying the U.S. team. They were struggling bad. Um, yeah. I heard Zach was cramping up, but I was wondering how much further ahead you guys were when you got to where you guys were going to sleep because you only got like a five-minute head start the next day. So was yeah, it five my- minutes or was it like a long time that they just shortened it down? It, I would say it was closer to five hours. I'm oh. not even um, – but we, we knew that was going to be the case. They couldn't put us five hours ahead. We would have, before they'd even started the second day. But um, let, me, let me just say that Vendetta's Rogan O'Connor would, would have passed out too and would have cramped up. I would have been Paulie or Zach, 100%. But because I lost Vendetta's, when I got to that final, I was so ready, man. And uh, I was, yeah, breathed it. And then we got, yeah, snakes, no problem. I, I just and it wasn't about well obviously it was about the money because the money's awesome but it was just proving proving people wrong so um but yeah in in and answer to your question we were so far ahead it was a joke were you guys surprised that like three hours in they're still not there like was it like dumbfounded to you were you like concerned something happened to them because that's five hours is a long time um or maybe it wasn't five hours but because we had to wait on the boat first of all oh, okay. it finished and so then we'd wait on the boat for like an hour and then we got the boat. Then we waited by the island for ages. And then, then it's then TJ's, the Americans are on their way, dive in. And so then we dive in and then, so then we waited again and then we waited again. So it was like, we waited at different points for a long time, but, but then it, they had to carry more weight and, you know, whatever their excuses are, we, we, we crushed them. But, uh, but yeah, so it was, yeah, we, I, I think we had heard somehow, um, or seen poorly on the floor or something. We knew something had happened. Yeah. And then slowly, like, people got there. Like, Paulie wasn't even there for a long time. And Ashley had turned up and was like, fuck this, we'd lost, blah, blah, blah. Fucking Paulie, Paulie this, Paulie that. And they were all complaining. Um, and Ninja was the two, like, Zach's fucking, Zach's a bitch. Like, the guys can't handle it. Leroy did all the carrying. The other two were shit and all that. So they were hating each other hating on each other they said Paulie had basically died and wasn't going to be there and then next thing you know Zach comes running up 
screaming, where's my bananas? I need a banana. I'm going to die. And then uh, and he didn't get a banana. So he just, he just, he slept like the whole time, you know, Zach yeah. in the snake. No one else got like a nap. It was just Zach just sleeping. Like everyone else. Um, and then, yeah, Paulie turned up looking yellow and throwing up. And it was like, they kept having the doctors come in. But then as well, they said, if anyone ever has um, medical assistance, then they're done. Like, for example, when I was running up the hill in Vendettas, as soon as they turned up to look at my back, I was done. Whereas Paulie got like five chances with the doctor and he ended up being one of the, being one of the final four that could have won. So I thought that was like, they should have just cut them there. And then when they started saying they needed medical attention, you know, like I did on Vendettas, because mm-hmm. I would have gone past Johnny if I'd been allowed to carry on. It seems like their whole team was a mess, pretty much. Like, they were not getting along. They were not doing well. They were just a mess all around. Yeah, we were, uh, we were unified by the end. We, um, when it comes to the final, we knew, like, we were a team. Uh-huh. Uh, so, we, we, yeah, we were probably unified. And, and CT's a great leader. And, uh, you know, me and D were back on good terms at that point. So, it was we were a team, whereas the Americans were just individuals. And not just individuals, individuals that hated each other. So, yeah. it was... Uh, once we started beating them and they started arguing between themselves and we knew it was game over. Well, until I fell out of that kayak and thought, <laughs> yeah. Um, so my, I have one more question about War of the Worlds 2 before we get into Total Madness. And it's yeah. just, how is it to win? How does it feel to, to win the Challenge Championship? First person in the UK, $250,000. Like, how does that feeling when it first happened? It, it was it was honestly so surreal. I couldn't believe it at first. Like, I got, I got all four of us onto the yacht and... Um, and I grabbed everyone and I was grabbing them by the scruff of the neck and I was going, if fucking TJ turns up and offers you something, we split. Tell me you're going to split. And I was like shaking Jordan, like, you're going to split. And he was like, yes. And we all just started shouting split, split, because obviously we didn't need to split. There was no, yeah. there was one, but we were still just like split, split, split like that. So uh, yeah, I just fucking just jumped in the water. I was just like, uh-huh. Oh, I nearly pulled TJ off his jet ski. I was that excited. I was, yeah, man, I'd never experienced anything like it. I don't think, well, hopefully I do again. But, um, yeah, so far, nothing has ever compared to that. That was the best feeling of my life, man. And to do it for the UK as well, uh-huh. like, very Americans. But, um, obviously, <laughs> it was it was uh, one Australian, two Americans, and a UK guy. So it wasn't really for the UK, but it was Team UK. Yeah. Did it for the UK, uh-huh. so... It was a proud moment, especially after embarrassing UK on Vendettas. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Total Madness was a season that everybody I've talked to, they pretty much hated it because you guys were in that bunker. Um, yeah. But one of the most talked about moments was your elimination with Jay. And I've had Jay on my podcast um, about a year ago now. And I talked to him about this elimination. And he basically just said, like, it wasn't elimination for him. You're bigger than him. You're stronger than him. It just wasn't for him. So... What was going through your mind when that elimination, you knew you were going to beat Jay because you're twice the size of him. And then he gets like, I think he had, it was diagnosed with a concussion. You just walk us through that elimination. Um, and I think you guys were on fire too, if I remember correctly, or something was on fire. It was on fire, man. It was, yeah. uh, I've seen this elimination a few times and I thought that was, that's perfect elimination for me. Uh-huh. Uh, I knew I was going down. Jay had, Jay had called me out. I had called him out. He had taken out CT, my pops. Yeah. Um, I, I even pretended I still liked D. Well, I didn't. I pretended I was upset about that just so I could go against Jay because, no offense to Jay, I knew if it was anything physical, that was going to be the easiest elimination. Um, and I was just tactical in the way I went about it. I, I tried to make it personal with him when really 
it was actually I actually told him to hook up with D in the first place, so uh, so I could kind of move on with other chicks. But then when I thought, hang on, if I thought if I look angry about this, I'm going to get to go into elimination, and it's going to be physical because the last two weren't. And so I just thought, let's set this up and give myself the best chance of getting a red scarf, which is exactly what I did. Um, people could say I was a bit rough, but literally, I've played rugby since I was four years old. For me, that was that wasn't even rough. Like I. I could have done a lot worse and yeah. I was planning to like the next time, but obviously it only took one hit and he was, he was concussed. So, uh -huh. um, you know, it's, 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 it looked bad. <laughs> it was bad, but, um, I would do the same thing to anyone like, yeah. Or I try to obviously with CT, it would have been a bit more difficult with Fessy. It might've taken a few more hits, but my ultimate game was to, to, to get them to not want to play anymore. Yeah. I didn't want to play my toys, you know. That was I wanted that red skull. Like, it meant everything to me. Uh, another thing that wasn't shown in um, in the actual show, my granddad passed away like two days before, um, and he played rugby to quite a high level. And uh, and now I just thought, I'm just, like I used to call him. Well, he's called Pat, and uh, uh, I nearly left the show because of it, and uh, I didn't. And so when I got into that elimination, I thought this is for Pat, and yeah. the adrenaline, emotion, everything like nothing was going to stop me and yeah so it's it's a, it's a shame what happened to jay and like i've seen him since we've had beers and i love the guys a bits um but yeah it wasn't it wasn't personal uh although it made it was obviously it's tv it's entertainment and it made it was looked to be personal and maybe i played on that a bit because i wanted to 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 smash someone up and get a red scar because yeah. uh, that's exactly what i did you know and um yeah. So yeah, it was yeah, it's bad. <laughs> and I've apologized. I don't know if you saw the video where I got tackled through the table to try and yeah. make things even. That was a professional rugby player hitting me as hard as he could right in the solar plexus. So hopefully that kind of evened the score a little bit. So yeah. uh but yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know what else I can say about it apart from uh it, it, it's that's the that's the game. Uh -huh. and it, you know, hopefully one day like I'll get well, I was gonna say I'll get hit by someone the same size as I am compared to Jay. But that's exactly what happened when I did the apology video. So that's already been done. Maybe we'll leave that one. Maybe I'll keep winning on the challenge if I go back in. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that about your grandfather. Um, Thank you. I, I wanted to see you in the physical elimination with Fessy. Me too. I, th <laughs> I, th I think you would beat Fessy. I'm going to be honest. Everybody listening, you can screen record this, but I, I think Rogan would beat Fessy in a physical elimination. I just think it would happen. So... When um, when I went against Nelson in the hall brawl, yeah, some reason I had it in my head it was going to be a hall brawl. Um, yeah. Put myself in, obviously. Um, I thought it was coming anyway. Like no. you know, so I thought I'd try and be the big man and be like, oh, I fucking want to take one of you guys on. Um, but Nelson, like I've trained with Nelson, all that. The guy is made of granite and he is a sprinter. So what's the two things you don't want to go against in a, in a hall brawl? Someone that's made of stone and the fastest person in the world. That's the, the worst possible combination you could go against a hall brawl. So um, other than I, I weigh a tiny bit more than him, but, um, but Fessy, I, I, I literally said to Carl and Johnny, give me the big one, give me the big man. If I'm going to go out, I want to go out in style. Or if I'm going to take one of them out, I want it to be the big one, you know, because I fancy my chances against all three, Corey, Nelson or Fessy. But at the same time, I thought, it's going to be fucking hard. Like, there's three months. It's going to be hard whoever I go against. So I, I wanted it to be Fessy. Um, but it ended up being Nelson, and, you know, I did what I did and uh, got through to the final. But, um, yeah, maybe me versus Fessy one day down the line will be yeah. 
be interesting. I, man. I think, um, I think, I think you beat Fessy. I, I do think you beat him in a, a physical elimination. Thank you. I think Fessy would beg, beg to differ, but yeah, like <laughs> one day we'll find out. I hope, I hope one day we'll find out. Um, so I want to talk about again. Seems like you were connected with her a couple for the couple of these seasons. The moment that I think it was Bananas throws D in, but asks for your permission first. Um, <laughs> what? How? How? I guess my question is like, how much planning was that? Did you know he was going to ask you that question, or was were you like thrown off, caught off guard too? Like. What was the behind the scenes? Because that episode, they that was the episode they cut the editing. I don't even remember because of the D situation. So, it was so what, annoying. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. I was just wondering what, what was like the behind the scenes of you and Bananas. And I think Jenny was involved in throwing in D. Yeah. So, so D, D's like going around the house. Rogan's my number one guy. Jenny's my number one girl, whatever. But then she's also like, plotting against me i've heard and then she had also she was telling me she was going to get jenny eliminated and i'm like hang on you're saying i'm your number one guy and jenny's your number one girl but you're talking to me about eliminating jenny whatever and at that point i wanted to go on because i wanted to crack on with nani let's be honest i wanted to do it again so or or anyone or like mel or you know there was there was still plenty of tail um to be tackled in there but i constantly had this d thing going on and it was a storyline which i didn't want um a lot of people would say like afterwards, because uh, D got edited out of the show, I got edited out of the show because all the drama was me and D. I'm glad because I was so sick of that storyline. Like they show me five minutes an episode having a laugh with Kyle. And I'd much rather that than them showing me 20 minutes arguing with D about some bullshit that no one cares about, you know? So um, so I was, I was kind of happy that it happened almost to an extent. But um, in answer to your question, there was... Uh, there was a lot of planning that went into that. Like I was gunning for D as soon as she was talking about sending out Jenny. I told Jenny and then she told Bananas and then uh, me and Bananas had a little meeting about it. And I said, let's do it, man. I didn't know he was going to ask the question, but I knew he was pulling the trigger. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, D was like, oh, I've got a bad feeling about this just before turns to me and said that. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, what do you mean? Yeah. And I just started laughing. And then uh, when Johnny asked me the question, I was just like, oh, fuck. I wish he had told me he was going to ask me the question so I could have come up with a better fucking response. Yeah, yeah send it out. <laughs> uh, I could have come up with a little speech or something. But uh, but no, it was just, uh, it was funny. Yeah. Um, the, one, the one elimination that Matty goes into what she's not going to win, fucking who's, a, who's smaller competition, uh, Matty's not going to win that very often. So, um, yeah. So yeah, so D comes out and then yeah, she like she was fucking pissed uh, for a long time after that. Um, obviously, it all edited out, but I'm kind of glad because uh-huh. it's just I'm a man. I wanted to have some fun in that season. I was I'd already won. I was just I wanted to enjoy life, and then we just got sent into this bunker and I had to fight people instead. Yeah. But it's what it is. <laughs> um, was there any talks going into Total Madness about you working with the people you just won World of Worlds two with CT Jordan D? kind of Tori she lost but she was there with you guys in the final was there any talks of you guys working together or not really uh bro honestly honestly I had I was so I think I was still I was still partying from um Waterworlds too like I hadn't I hadn't come back down to earth yet I was still I was out in Miami I was fucking I and then so when I got the phone calls like you got two weeks to get ready for Total Madness I was like all right back in the gym boom 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 get as ready as I can and then I got there I was just like all I wanted to do was go into eliminations and fuck people up. 
which I know obviously it was it wasn't the biggest person in the world, but I I, I think I did so. I think Nelson was yeah. pretty big after our elimination too. So I was kind of just there to, to prove a point to the fans and like try and prove mm-hmm. that I was a good competitor. So I just I didn't give a fuck about politics, and hence why I threw myself in at the end. I was like, I just want to prove myself, right? Because I've already won. I'm going to go back and spend some cash and have some fun again. Like so. I, I was just ready to go home halfway through or whenever, but I wanted to do it in an elimination in like in a physical, I wanted to prove myself physically, which I think I did. So. Um, I actually have one more question before we get to the final. And it was, it's just like pretty simple. How was your experience with the bunker, the porta potties, that whole situation? I've heard it was terrible. What was your experience with it? It was honestly hell. Like I get PTSD about it. Like to this day, like that's why, you know, I haven't had the call for the last couple of seasons. And I'm just like, I'm chill because I don't know if I'd be, like, I'd be ready to do a War of the Worlds 2 again in Thailand, sunbathe all day and have fun. I'm not ready to go back into a bunker ever, yeah. <laughs> ever. <clears throat> like, obviously, you don't have a choice. You turn up and you get given what you're given. But um, honestly, I've like mentally scarred, like the no hot water, the toilet, the no toilets working, the smell. The no windows, no fresh air. Like they had to keep in and checking the air was safe for us to live in. Like it was not, it was not okay. Like it was, I don't, I don't think it's even legal. But um, you know, we signed, we signed the contracts. We did what we did. So and yeah. uh, I can't. Complain. It's the best show in the world, and it's the most fun. But yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was horrible living in in those conditions. Honestly, it was really bad. <laughs> That's all I can say. It was fucking horrible. It seemed like the final conditions were bad too. You guys were in the snow, it was freezing. Um, so I want to talk to you about, you said, we were talking about the final a little bit earlier, but your thoughts on that final compared to the World of Worlds 2 final. And then that elimination with bananas, it was pretty much just like a race in the snow to touch a bell, if I remember correctly. Just if you could just walk us through that and your thoughts on it, because I do think, in my opinion, if you would have beat bananas in that elimination, you would have won because you have the experience of a final and winning a final. So I think you would have won if you beat Bananas. And feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, just your thoughts. There's a couple things, a couple controversial things, probably the reason why I haven't been called back. So firstly, I said about this before on um, the, uh, what's it called, with Derek. Challenge Scott. Mania. Challenge Mania. So I said about this before, they cut out the first bit of the final. So the first bit of the final, we had a slingshot. Yeah. We had to hit targets. Um, Kyle and Fessy both got, to give someone a five minute delay. So they had to start later than everyone else. They both put it on me. Okay. So I started 10 minutes after everyone else. Well, eight, eight, one had five minutes, one had three minutes. So I had an eight minute wait, both, just me. Like everyone else went off, just me. And, and then one, two girls, one had five, one had three. Can't remember who. So for, for eight minutes, I'm stood there while they will start the final. So that's already like a big, so I was watching the final like, hey, this is a bit where I get given the, oh, I don't get given, they just cut that out. And I was yeah. like, shit, that makes me look like I'm really slow. So I was I was from the back the whole time. Obviously, I ended up overtaking a few people along the way. Um, and then, uh, but, but, but by then, you know, that hall brawl with Nelson, like, like, I thought I'd broken my neck after that hall brawl. Like, we were both fucked up. And that final was like the day after. Oh. So I was like, I was like in a bad way physically anyway. And then I got all these um, time penalties and I, and I was kind of over it. I know this sounds really bad when there's half a million dollars at stake. And I, to this day, I'm like, Rogan, you are an idiot. But at the time I was like, hmm, 
I wonder if I got eliminated, how quickly I could get to that bar. Uh, <laughs> so I was just, I'm such an idiot. I know, like for a long time after, again, the PTSD is not just the bunker. It's also like, I didn't give up. Let's, let's give bananas credit where it's due. But also another thing, controversial, probably shouldn't talk about it. I beat Jay by smashing him up. I beat Nelson by smashing him up. When it got to the, the elimination against Bananas, I got told if I touched Bananas, I would be instantly disqualified. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is elimination, bitch. I'm about to run a train on his ass. <laughs> like, no, we're too high up in the mountain. We can't get an ambulance here quick enough. <laughs> They're like, if you hurt him, uh, you're, you're disqualified. And I was like, oh, fuck this. I was like, this is bullshit. Uh, but I wasn't, I still, I'm not going to like say I gave up, whatever. I, we, we, I was giggling while I was running towards the bell though. I was, I was kind of checked out, which is a shitty thing to say. And I'm, I'm making excuses and I just never make excuses, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I'm just being honest. I was giggling, running along through the snow, like, and then Banana won and you saw me burst in laughing, like, cause they were like, oh, did Banana touch it? And I went, no, he didn't. And started laughing. I was like, yeah, he fucking did. I'm going home. Uh, and I was, by the way, I got to that bar real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was what it was. And then, yeah, every day after, and then the next day it was like, oh, cause the blizzard was so bad. Yeah. Uh, banana, my room, he was like, I won. Like we had a big hug. I was like, congrats, man. Like you just said it, whatever. And he was like, yeah. So basically, um, because of, um, the blizzard, it was basically just math. And I was like, oh God, I could have redeemed my math problem. I didn't get a chance to redeem my math problem. So uh, so that sucked. But um, but it is it is what it is. I can't ever not be grateful for the opportunities I was given and obviously to to win and stuff on like my second show. Like so every, everything I look back on the challenge, I'm so grateful and so mm -hmm. uh, just I just loved every second. Like yeah, getting eliminated to winning to making a final to running through the snow with Johnny. Yeah. Um, uh, it's just been amazing so yeah can't complain do you have any plans to come back why haven't we seen you since total madness have you declined calls have to bring calls what's why are we seeing rogan back on the show is the question i think i, I wish i knew man there's been there's been calls there's definitely been calls there's been availability calls mm -hmm. and i've been like hell yeah um and then and then i just haven't been haven't made the cut i, I was about to go out as an alternate at one point um i believe and then i've I don't know. I don't know what's going on at the moment. I haven't been over in America. I haven't been, uh, I don't know, like linking up with castmates and doing bits, whatever, you know, I haven't really got a storyline that much anymore. Obviously D's been cut. So there's that there. Um, so I don't know, man, like I'm ready, but I'm also very content. I'm also very content not to, not to be. So I'm, I'm easy either way, but of course, of course, like what well, Johnny and CT like 40 years old, still doing it. I'm, I'm only 32, so I got time. I got time. I'm always here and I'm always training. So uh, I hope to be back, of course. Uh, like I said, best experience ever. But yeah, I'm not, I'm maybe not the most PC person in the world. Like, I, I so fuck knows how Kyle still does it because he's worse than me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'm just, and I'm kind of like blase. I don't always play by the rules, et cetera, yeah. I suppose. But, um, but yeah, I, I love the challenge and I'm so grateful to, if I don't do it again, so grateful and so happy for, for the opportunities I got. If I do it again, then, you know, people better strap themselves in because uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be coming back for it and I'll be coming back for, coming back for it all. Do you know which season you were going to be an alternate for? Which one it was? Uh, it was one and then they told me it was during COVID. Okay. And then so they, double agents probably, 36. Yeah. 
and they told me, that, and then they said, no, we're not going to bother because of COVID. We're not going to use UK people. And then Kyle was on it. And I was like, but, but uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, they had, and I talked to Jenny about that season two. Right? Yeah. And she, they flew Jenny out. She said this on my podcast. They flew her out. She thought she was going to be on the show. And then the day before filming, they said, oh, no, you're an alternate and flew her back to the UK. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I would have got the same treatment. Yeah. Um, they said last minute, or my agent told me, I don't know. Yeah. Whether he was, whatever. But he said, no, no UK people. And I was like, cool, man. I'll, I'll see you next season, whatever. And then, uh, and then I saw Kyle's little fucking face. And I was like, wow. <laughs> um, but it's, it's all, Kyle's like part of the furniture now, isn't he? He's yeah. like, he's basically American as well. Yeah. So, so I, uh, I think it's ridiculous because at one point they were really pushing you, Joss, Jenny, Georgia, Theo, as these like new faces of the show. And we haven't seen any of you since, I mean, we haven't seen Joss and Georgia and Theo since War of the Worlds 2, haven't seen you and Jenny since Total Madness. So why do you think they're going away from you guys when you guys were pushed, the fans loved you guys, you guys were perfect for the show and they're casting people from like Romania and all these yeah. other... All these other countries now. I think they're just trying different things, seeing mm-hmm. what works and what doesn't work my home. But but yeah, I'm easy with I think obviously I don't do dating shows or anything like that anymore. Like I think I'm a little bit too old and obviously I've got my girl. So so um but yeah, the challenge the door will always be open, hopefully. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, I'll, I'll always be ready. Like I'm never gonna stop training, I'm never gonna stop being a beast. So yeah, we'll see. Man. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping you get a call soon. I wanna see you, I wanna see you back on it. Thank you. Um, so I want to, before we get to the viewer questions, I just have one last question for you. Yeah. Um, there was some reports, some rumors swirling that you and Joss had a little bit of a falling out um, <laughs> last year, two years ago. I think you guys like unfollowed each other on Instagram or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if, what could you talk about that? Did you guys have a falling out? What was it about? Are you guys good now? We want to know about Hogan. But first of all, Jogan's great now. Jogan just went to Ibiza together and had the best time ever. Okay. Uh, I think he's sick of me at the moment because I just, I love to party, man. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so for that time in Ibiza, I was doing, I was doing what CT did to me, to Joss. I was waking <laughs> him up uh, with the screwdrivers, 99%. Um, so yeah, we're, we're, but we're, we're great. Um, we had, a, we both got Jogan tattooed on us uh, when we were in Miami. Uh, so okay. I actually, we fell out i actually where was it is it behind there or is it behind there i actually got it covered by a dagger yeah it's on the right ear the right ear uh yeah so that uh but that was that was just me being a little bitch like that was just me being uh petty um because we didn't we didn't really fall out a lot like obviously i won the challenge he had done it a few times he made a couple finals or whatever he i think he felt like it was his to win and yeah. i think me winning it and like showing off about it um kind of i don't think it was jealousy as such but maybe a little bit (laughs) but um so we just uh and we we like i took him to miami and i spent a lot of money on him on his birthday and stuff and then he he kind of i don't know maybe thought that wasn't enough Mm uh and uh and we we just fell out about silly little things man just 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 silly little things things that we but we'll never like fall out for that we just didn't talk for a little while we just took space and he he's gone off and done his thing and he is making bank with his personal training and and obviously he's got his clothing line too and everything so he's josh is doing very well for himself like he doesn't need to worry about me i don't think he would even have time to do the challenge now he's 
doing like he's killing life right now so um yeah so we just took a little time apart and uh made a few snide comments about like to each other and stuff but no we're we're back and we're stronger than ever so uh-huh. it's all it's all good so it's, it's all love yeah i want to say thanks for coming on i just have a couple of questions that the listeners sent in really quick if you don't mind of course, man. Uh, of course. so the first one is it's like a basic question you probably get if you were to go back on the challenge who is a female partner you would want? Who's a male partner you would want to work with? Uh, Tori. Okay. Um, would be the uh, female, obviously. <laughs> well, I needed to make that obvious. But uh, Tori, just because I just, I first think she's just so much fucking fun. Yeah. Like she's so funny and she's just weird like me. Um, so we always got on, and Jordan as well, obviously, before they broke up. We used to hang out in LA a lot. Um, yeah, she's just she's just be awesome um as as a as a friend um and then as a competitor as well like she's a beast man um and then uh male ct he's he's well obviously josh yeah but i don't know if he'd be my partner but uh but yeah no um but no ct man like you just, how can you argue with, against that he's the, the goat sorry Johnny, but he is he's a goat man so obviously i'd all day long so the next one, somebody asked, hold on, let me just, oh, they want to know if you were partnered with Jen, who was the Hello Earthlings, Hello People on Total Madness, how do you think you guys would do on a show, on a season together if you were partnered with her? Uh, really badly because like, I've got a girlfriend now, so I wouldn't hook up with her. So there'd be no fun. Uh, and then we'd, she'd just get us eliminated straight away. So it'd be terrible. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless, unless she started going to the gym and like come back looking like Jenny, yeah. I don't know, but um, in terms of Jen from uh, from Total Madness, man, no, no chance. Sorry, Jen, beautiful girl though, but uh, obviously I'm spoken for now, so that that would that'd be the only um, upside. Uh-huh. Would happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last question ties into fitness and bearware. Um, so you talked about bearware being like there's sweatshirts, there's hoodies, there's um, all this stuff like comfortable clothing. And they want yeah. to know, um, like, how did you get into fitness? And does your fitness, like bodybuilding, all that stuff, tie into your um, to your clothing line, bearware? And what is your goals with those two things in the future? Oh, great question. Good question. Thank you for asking. Um, in terms of fitness, like, obviously, fitness has always been my passion. Just um, I've always competed and always look good for Dream Boys or tried to. Um, and then, so Bearware started off as a gym brand, and that's where me and Josh were like both into fitness, both uh, into gym clothing, always wearing it, etc. And then he went his way with fashion, and then so when he went his separate way, I took Bearware in another direction as well. We still do gym stuff, and the girls' gym wear is absolutely smashing it. It's called Bear Active Wear, but um, but me personally, I dress for comfort because I'm such an odd shape. Like I'm like a, I look like SpongeBob, and uh, my legs big and stuff so i dress uh i always want to be comfortable man i like hate wearing like like tight jeans and whatever so i'm always dressed for comfort so bear was very very comfortable so we only use like the most comfortable fabrics and things that i would want to wear like i'd never design something that i wouldn't wear all the time like actually i'm head in bearwear right now i've got bearwear socks on everything so um so that's in terms of fitness i'll always just be in shape you know, ready for that challenge phone call, ready yeah. for dream and uh, and personal training people uh, a little bit too. Um, whereas Bearware, I want it to, I'm putting 
so much effort, time, money into Bearware, and it's it's really touched what it's really going places now. Um, but yeah, as a, like a luxury loungewear as opposed to to gym stuff. So it's two different directions, but both that I'm always working very hard at. Mm -hmm. um, I want to say thanks for coming on. Um, uh, this is Thank your you. time to shout out anything, any last words, where people can find you on social media, any companies you want to shout out, just your time to shine, anything you want to say. Okay, uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. I really enjoyed myself. And it's good to reminisce. I haven't talked to anyone. No one cares about the challenge in my household. My girlfriend doesn't know what it is. So it's actually really nice to talk to someone about it. So thank you so much. Um, and to everyone that's listening, thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, you can find me at Rogue Snaps on Instagram. I think I'm shadow banned for posting too much nudity. Um, so you know, might have to type the whole word in Rogue Snaps to find me. But uh, that's where I'll be. And then um, in terms of, yeah, just bear wear. I'm bringing out loads of new stuff. I've got a gay pride um, vest, T-shirt and hoodie all coming out in June, which is gay pride month in the UK. Um, so yeah, all the LGBTQ plus community um, get involved and uh, rep the brand if you, uh, if you like it. And I hope you do. Mm -hmm. Thanks again for coming on. I'm going to, and that's all I got. I want to, thanks for, I, I really enjoyed this. <laughs> I've loved it too, man. I really have. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Sounds good. I uh, hope you have a good rest of your day. And then once it's up, I'll send you all the links and everything. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much. Yep. Have a good one. Cheers, man. That was the interview with Rogan or Connor. You can find Rogan on social media at Rogue Snaps on Instagram. I'm obviously at the Dylan Decker. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Remember, Bearware, their LGBTQIA plus pride collection is out in June. Um, go support, go buy some Bearware, go support Rogan. Um, that's all I got. I hope you guys enjoyed it and have a good rest of your day. Hey, chilling with Dylan, chilling with Dylan. Hey. Good vibes and such an incredible feeling. The podcast that you need and want. Interviews with reality TV stars. Uh, so entertaining. Now you don't want to miss. Uh, real as it gets. Never know what to expect. Uh, got a rep jersey. I thought I told you. Yes, indeed. Every week got a brand new poster while I'm. Hey, chillin' with Dylan, chillin' with Dylan. Hey, chillin' with Dylan, chillin' with Dylan. Let's go.